Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Now live on Saturdays and live seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific. Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. And here on Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, Wrestling Observer Live. It's Jim Valley on what could be a very historic day in pro wrestling. AEW Full Gear, the first pay-per-view since All Elite Wrestling started Wednesday Night Dynamite on TNT. And depending on the buy rate for the show and how tonight's booking affects business going forward, we'll look back on this day as either laying a positive foundation for what comes next, or we'll point to mistakes that uh, could hurt revenue and cause us in, uh, our fans' interest to decline. You know, Cody Rhodes cut an amazing promo to build to tonight's match with Chris Jericho, the main event for the AEW world title. And to me, the key was not all of the praise and rave reviews. Heck, even The Rock chimed in how great it was. The key to me was how many people reacted that I saw on social media and on the Observer website saying that they were now going to pay 50 bucks to see tonight's match on pay-per-view. That's how invested people seem to be at this point. And honestly, you know, we talk about delivery, what's good, what's bad, what's real, what's fake. The point of a promo is not necessarily to be good. It's to make money. You can like anything in wrestling as much as you do, but understand, unless they convert you, unless it causes you to spend money, it's not a good promo. And that's really the only metric that matters. We can like whatever we want, but... Until we put our money down, it's just entertainment. Cody Rhodes cannot pay his mortgage with likes on Twitter and Facebook or shares on YouTube. But if a lot of people decide that they are so compelled to buy this pay-per-view, it's not on a network, it's not $9.95 a month, it's 50 bucks or more tonight on pay-per-view. That's going to be the proof in the pudding. We'll talk about that. Some people have compared it to CM Punk's pipe bomb. Did Cody cut his version of the pipe bomb? Short answer, I hope not. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, if you want.
Want to pee easier? Listen to this. A new Nobel Prize discovery was just proven in a clinical trial to help men pee 241% more, ending multiple trips to the bathroom and the constant urge to go. This breakthrough is finally available in a pill called Prostavive LS, developed by famed men's health expert Dr. Al Sears. And for a limited time, you can get a free bottle. Call 800-769-8155. Patients who've taken Prostavive LS are singing its praises. Hi, my name is Paul, and I'm 73 years old. I used to get up multiple times a night to go to the bathroom, but after taking Prostavive LS, I now sleep through the night. Prostavive LS does not require a prescription, and there are no side effects. But this free bottle is not available in stores. Call 800-769-8155 to get your free bottle of this Nobel Prize-winning discovery proven in clinical trials to help men pee 241% more. That's 800-769-8155. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live. We can take your calls or you can tweet me at Jim Valley. Your thoughts on AEW Full Gear. We can talk about the brutal SmackDown last night. We'll definitely touch on King Corbin here in just a moment. Or any other thoughts. New Japan on the West Coast. Jushin Liger. There's a million things to talk about, and we can do that until uh, for the next hour or so here on Wrestling Observer Live, now on Saturdays. It's a promo that is a touchstone moment for so many fans. It's been about eight years since CM Punk sat down on the stage and delivered his pipe bomb, waving to Colt Cabana, 
you know, he didn't just break down the fourth wall. He kicked it in and then ran it over with a steamroller. And for many people, a whole generation of fans, I honestly think this, it's the promo of a lifetime for some. And that is cool. That's cool that Punk is did that, that Punk did that. But here's the question. What did you buy after the CM Punk promo? I'll tell you what you didn't buy. You didn't buy the 2011 SummerSlam pay-per-view, which did about 301,000 buys total, which in that era broke down to about 190,000 domestic and 111,000 international. And to put that in perspective, the year before at uh, SummerSlam 2010, that was the Nexus feud where they paid that off. Isn't that crazy? Daniel Bryan's been around a long time. Anyway, that pay-per-view did about 339,000 worldwide and about 203 domestic. So by every metric of pay-per-view buys, 2011 underperformed. I mean, and I don't know why. I'm not here to criticize CM Punk. Eight years later, I still find the SummerSlam 2011 buy rate puzzling. But you got to go by the numbers. And the fact is, is that that promo did not generate enough interest to get people to buy SummerSlam 2011. Now, granted, CM Punk's career is not over. And honestly, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And Dave Meltzer talks about in Memphis when Jerry Lawler and Terry Funk did their legendary empty arena match. And how many people have watched that? Kajillions. But he says in the moment, it didn't draw extra fans to the Mid-South Coliseum the next weeks. Years later, it's meant business. So it's entirely possible that the pipe bomb promo just needed to simmer and maybe if Punk comes back, it'll draw huge money and he'll be an even bigger star. The story may not be completely written. That happens sometimes in wrestling. But Cody Rhodes, if he's the new pipe bomb, who knows how much time AEW has? They need results. We talked about it in uh, the Wrestling Observer Radio last night for subscribers. Dave Meltzer goes way in depth talking about the ratings from this past week with NXT and AEW. And he talks about who he saw as driving ratings, what made the difference. And he talks about some of the erosion that we've seen with AEW's ratings and, and some of his concerns. You know, tickets have not sold for events as briskly as they seem to in the past with AEW. So tonight is going to be a key moment to find out did Cody Rhodes and his promo and his buildup with Chris Jericho have an immediate effect on business? And that's really the key to how good his promo was or how good any promo is. So I've said before, wrestling is a business and the business is to make money. We can sit here and talk about, oh, that was good or that was bad or that was fake or Bobby Lashley and Rusev is cringeworthy. And it is. And Rusev and Lashley haven't drawn money. As a matter of fact, they've been the opposite. And that's really the key to if something is good or not. If Rusev and Lashley, that whole thing with Lana, that creepy thing, if you guys were watching it, well, I'd have a lot of questions about you, first of all. But I'd have to admit that it must have been good if it's driving business. 
So it's going to be curious to see the buy rate for this show and what it means going forward. You know, I talked about how I think Cody Rhodes is the best in the world right now. And I have to admit, when I said right now, I meant right now because who knows, something really weird could happen tonight. They could misjudge things and it could be a cringeworthy end to whatever's happening tonight with Cody and Jericho. I don't think it will, but it could, which is why I said right now. But look at look at last night. Did you see SmackDown? Oh, England, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We always seem to give you bad shows. I apologize if you're listening in the UK. But to be honest, I'm actually kind of surprised that there wasn't a red phone booth and a black taxi cab on stage, which used to be every show from Britain. So maybe there's some growth in WWE, but because it's England, they had to have King Corbin come out because royalty. And that promo was brutal. Oh, my gosh. It was the anti-pipe bomb. It was just a bomb. So he comes out and he had like two minutes of material and stretched it for I think it's still going on. It went on for days. But he went everywhere from getting applause and putting over Roman Reigns for his battle with leukemia and then talking about all of Roman's career championships and accomplishments like they cut and pasted it from Roman's Wikipedia page. I couldn't tell you how many times he's won what. Could you? If you can, step away from the network. That's a lot of wrestling. But then Corbin went into this diatribe about how Roman used to care and used to be a locker room leader. But now he's focused on too many things like family instead of the WWE. And I was like, this is not Flair and Steamboat from 89 with the family, man. But just brutal stuff. Like he brought up Roman's dog graphic that's in his entrance. with, And the dog had like this yipping voice. And it went on and on and on. And then... Corbin held up some dog poop bags and made references to those. And I mean, he did okay with the material, but King Corbin has got a credibility problem. I always compare him to the honky tonk man in the sense that he had go away heat. And if you ever see him live, he's in on the joke. He really plays well with the crowd. It's a good live performance, but it doesn't translate to television at all. He's a guy who has no credibility. And now he's in the main events for the time being with Roman Reigns. And I don't know, with that go-away heat, I don't know if it's going to work with no credibility. I mean, that promo was just bad. You know, it didn't put him over. It didn't talk about how badly he wants to beat Roman Reigns and prove that he should be the top guy and that you guys all look past me and you make fun of me, but I'm much better than you think and I'm going to show you. And then... The main event comes, and he beats Roman Reigns with a ton of interference from Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. And I get that right now we're just kind of in this lull. We're going to build the Survivor Series. Roman Reigns and King Corbin, just kind of a placeholder main event, not the real money-drawing feud that's happening right now. And we've got to fill time through Survivor Series, or maybe even you could take it to the Royal Rumble, perhaps, and pay it off there. I don't think that'll happen, but maybe... But either way, this is not a big drawing time. We all know that January is when things start to kick in and WrestleMania season begins. So this could be a transitional time. But regardless, not a money drawing promo from King Corbin last night. Just, just brutal. And that's what you need to keep in mind going forward with promos. You could like it. You could not like it. 
Maybe it appeals to you. Maybe it doesn't. But is there a segment of the audience who it does appeal to? And more importantly, will it cause them to spend money? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. We will run down full gear, get some thoughts on that. Take your calls. You can also tweet me at Jim Valley. Wrestling Observer Live now on Saturdays on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. You can call in right now or tweet me at Jim Valley. As we talk about and preview AEW's full gear and what it means and the build, and are you going to lay your money down? Look forward to hearing your thoughts, particularly while I'm uh, on the air right now. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Tim in Miami. Tim, what's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Jim? You know, you were mentioning the $50 price tag for full gear earlier in the show, and someone had texted into Observer Live yesterday to kind of complain about the fact that they've been used to paying virtually nothing for the WWE shows and now having to pay 50 bucks for this. But I want to explain why that $50 price tag actually makes the whole product better. It's because if they want us to spend our $50, they've got to use their television to put on uh, compelling shows and interesting, logically consistent stories that we want to see paid off and culminate at the pay-per-view. And in terms of the show itself, they've got to give us a hot, satisfying show, or else we're not going to be inclined to buy the future pay-per-views. And so when you compare and contrast that to WWE, where we pay virtually nothing, look at Hell in a Cell. As of the day before the show, they had only announced three matches. And then they gave us probably the most unsatisfying, universally panned finish to a show in history. And what did Vince McMahon do? Did he worry that, oh, no, maybe we're not going to buy the future shows? No, he laughed about it. He laughed in our faces because we're paying nothing. He thinks it's okay to give us nothing. So let's celebrate the $50 price tag. And just real quick on, on the Cody Jericho thing, I completely understand the logic of it's too soon to take the title off of Jericho. Let's do a longer build. But I think when you have a baby face who is as hot as Cody is, I would rather capitalize on that too early than too late. I don't want this to be Lex Luger celebrating a count out win with a balloon parade. Uh, I just put the belt on is what I would do. Tim, fantastic comments today. I can't add anything. You said it perfectly, and I really appreciate the call. Brilliant uh, analysis on that. Dave has talked about it, too, as far as when the network first started, that the pay-per-views are going to be less important, and because of the price point, WWE will be able to fudge on the finishes, and we've seen a lot of that. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Is this Pat McNeil? Yes. Pat, how are you? What's going on, man? How are you, How are you people? Uh, not, not much, Jim. I'm curious as to what you think um, is to, yeah, you were talking about AEW. I was curious as to what, what you think is the best finish for the main event going forward here. You really could go yeah. either way. I mean, if you would have asked me when the build first started, you'd think Jericho is going to have a really long run and then eventually Kenny Omega or someone like that, the signature single star, will finally dethrone Jericho at a major pay-per-view, whatever their WrestleMania is, whether it's all-in or all-out or y'all-in or whatever they're going to call it. I would think that would have been the build, but 
Cody is so hot right now. If you mess with Cody, does that turn fans off? And the other thing, and I hate to do this, the other thing that causes me to think that Cody is going to win is the fact that Jericho is scheduled to face Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome. So I would think that in wrestling politics, you probably have to get that belt off of him before January. At least that's what I think. I'm sure it's already played out. Jericho already made this deal. He's one of the smartest people ever. But the belt at Tokyo Dome, I I have a hard time wondering who would lose if he was AEW world champion. That's, That's a very valid point. Uh, also wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the excitement that it was uh, 205 Live last night and whether they just need to start taping these before they actually record whatever show people are there to watch. You know, I don't know that it matters. Just maybe you have an apathetic crowd that isn't tired yet. I don't know that any timing would matter for 205 Live. They present it as an afterthought, whether it's an afterthought when you first get there and are all fresh-faced for the matches or when you're tired. It just, I think the the problem is not the timing, but the presentation. Okay. So real quick, Pat, you do a lot of booking. We've all read many of your columns in the past. What would you do for Cody and Jericho tonight? (laughs) I would, yeah, I would definitely find a way for... (laughs) I would try to find a way that's a way out for, for uh, Cody so that he gets screwed out of the title, but uh, still has, you know, but still has a, still has a lever back in to continue this. Cause I, I suspect that they're not done with this feud. I, I think this is going to continue well into the month of January, but you're, you know, you're right. And uh, you're right. And they do have to, they do have other considerations like, you know, Jericho going to the Tokyo Dome. And, you know, frankly, it might be interesting to see uh, who else from AEW is going to be showing up for those uh, couple of dates there in January. I know who's not going to be showing up there. Oh, you? But enough about Kenny Omega. Well, look, Pat, I appreciate the uh, phone call. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Be sure to follow Pat at RealPatMcNeil. Let's take a look at Full Gear, the updated card. We mentioned Jericho and Cody for the AEW title. So here's what we know. They have three judges if it goes to 60-minute draw. I just, I could be wrong. And as we get forward and you hear more of my shows, I'm telling you right now, my predictions suck. I really appreciate how people like my comments and some of my monologues and the points I make. My predictions are my weak point. So just letting you know up front. The three judges, that's got to be an angle of some kind. Sort of like with Terry Funk attacked Ric Flair when he beat Steamboat for the final time. It's got to be some sort of angle going forward, whether it pays off tonight or not. Um, Cody losing, he won't challenge again. The thing is, is you could tell some great stories either way. Jericho losing the title on his birthday tonight. And how desperate the inner circle gets and how angry Chris Jericho gets and what they need to do to get the title back from Cody, who's the people's champion, the flag bearer of AEW, that could be some good television. Hopefully, if Cody loses tonight and he doesn't challenge again, it comes off as believable, and it compels people. The other thing to think about is who's next. Does this feud continue? Probably, but we haven't seen all of AEW's tricks up their booking sleeve. 
WWE, we know that this would go on for three pay-per-views. And there'd be some stupid finish this month, some stupid finish next month, and then a conclusive but still stupid finish for the third month. We don't know how AEW is going to do this. So that's, that's kind of exciting. But to look at who's next, who's standing in the batter's box. Is it John Moxley? Is it Kenny Omega? And no matter who wins with this lights out match, remember it's, it's non-sanctioned. So that means it's not going to count towards wins and losses. So does Moxley win and then get frustrated that he's not in line for a title shot? And that sends him into a rage. Uh, does Kenny Omega win? But again, not part, part of wins and losses, and that delays gratification for his eventual challenge to the world title. And then does Moxley just lay out Omega and just just lay it in, and just stomp a mud hole in him after the match? There's a lot of ways that could go. One of the things that's compelling about this card, and this can't be by accident, is in the top four matches, everybody needs a win. It's not predictable, at least not to me. And with... The way AEW booking is gone, you've got a feeling there will be consequences for the winners and losers. Remember, it's supposed to be sports-based, and they're really still training us as far as what the expectations are for these matches. And Tim made a great point. If you're going to lay down 50 bucks, you want some satisfaction. Sure, things have to continue. You've got to tell stories. There'll be rematches to come or other aspects going forward, but... You do need some payoffs, and it's going to be curious to see what they pay off and what they move forward and how. You know, in WWE, like I said, whenever you feel like this, in the back of your mind, you always kind of know there's probably going to be a garbage finish, like uh, Hell in the Cell, but AEW hasn't really pulled those tricks. Brian Alvarez this week said uh, he has not been excited for a match since CM Punk and Ryback. And you remember how that went. Ryback's super hot. CM Punk, still hot. Royal Rumble just around the corner of The Rock coming in. And Rock was a bigger star, but it still conditioned us as fans that WWE will use shortcuts to get out of a booking dead end instead of paying it off in a satisfying way. So no matter who wins or loses, tonight's going to be a message to us fans about how we can look and expect from uh, AEW going forward. Which matches will have decisive winners? which matches will have storyline reasons for feuds to continue, and how satisfying will these things be? Will they be compelling, or will it just be, oh, that was just an out to keep this thing going. That was just kind of filler. And all four matches on the top, Jericho and Cody, Moxley and Omega, Young Bucks and Santana and Ortiz, and Pac and Adam Page going forward. I could see Pac. They're talking about him as a world champion. If Cody wins tonight... Does that mean Pac has to win so he's the obvious number one contender if they want to maybe take some time and take some focus off Jericho as they move forward to the Tokyo Dome? Or maybe these politics don't even matter. Well, there's a lot to learn tonight, and this is really a key show. It also says a lot about the state of the wrestling business. We'll run down the rest of the show. Also get your calls, one 800 878 Tweet me at Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live on Saturdays. Do you know what today is? The 22nd anniversary of the famous screw job in Montreal. Hey, have any bookers in wrestling tried to imitate that finish? Oh, right. All of them. I'm fairly certain that will not be the finish to the Cody and Jericho match. If it is, AEW will never get my money ever again. Tag team title match tonight. Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky versus Private Party and uh, the Lucha Brothers. I would think, regardless of what happens, uh, SEU probably needs to hold on to the tag team titles. Otherwise, what's the point? 
Obviously, you want to give credibility to the entire division, and everybody loves SCU, but yeah, maybe they do need a little boost so people see them as more of a threat and more of an elite tag team. They're awesome, and I think they do need the belts, and I think the belts can be elevated, and the belts can elevate them. So I would keep the titles on SCU. Riho and Emi Sakura. Uh, teacher and student. Emi Sakura, Riho started when she was nine years old, which is very typical for uh, Japanese women's wrestling. And they have wrestled hundreds of times, probably. And I think tonight is just going to be a showcase for Riho. She's the champion. She's the new star. She's shown that she is a draw to a degree as far as TV ratings go. And some people are like, oh, they should have spent more time telling the story of teacher and student and built up Emi Sakura. There just isn't enough time. And not only that, there's I have not seen any evidence other than a few numbers that it would be worth the return on investment. And that's sometimes just the way it goes in wrestling. They picked probably the best person to be Riho's first pay-per-view opponent. I think if they have the time, if they're given the time and it's in the plans, it's just going to be a spotlight for Riho, and it should be. And I'm sure Emi Sakura is happy to get the payday, happy to be on pay-per-view to wrestle her protege in the biggest platform they will ever have. And that's just the way it goes. I know that people have said how Emi has done an awesome job telling the story of their history on Twitter. But I just don't know that there's evidence that if you told that story using valuable television time, that it would generate that much money. It could, but I don't see any evidence of it. Maybe in the future. Riho is still very new. They could always go back to this. This could be just a step. I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing they'll do some cool things. Riho wins. It spotlights Riho. She's a strong women's champion. And she probably makes way then for probably Britt Baker, who uh, is on the pre-show with B Priestley. I could see them doing something with that. Maybe B, because she's so evil, and they're kind of doing that work-shoot thing with B Priestley, that maybe B could do something dastardly and fake injure Britt Baker or fake cheat to win, and then she fights Riho, and then you delay the gratification of Britt Baker challenging for the women's title. You could do that. That might not be a bad idea as far as money drawing and telling a story and making sure you don't burn through you know, the limited number of females on the roster. And then another interesting match, Joey Janela and Sean Spears. Sean Spears is really in a, a place, kind of like when Val Venus tried to transition and others. Sometimes we as fans just go, nope, nope, sorry, you're not Chief Morley, you're the porn star. Sorry. You're not evil Sean Spears with the chairs. You're the 10 guy. We like you. You're cute, but yeah, not going to happen. Kind of reminds me of Eric Young. Eric Young had a world of talent. He was a brilliant comedian. And then it felt like that one week on TNA, suddenly he's wearing a suit. He was speaking really well. And he's the CEO of some international conglomeration. Great performance. But he was too good at comedy. And it didn't work. I don't think the book is out yet on Sean Spears. I think he can still overcome it, but we'll see. But you know who is overcoming everything is Joey Janela. 
I do not get Joey Janela, which doesn't mean I don't like him or I don't want I want him to, I want everyone to do well. I don't get him. He looks like he's cosplaying as Jimmy Garvin in the Freebirds in 1990. And Jimmy Garvin was not cool in 1990 dressed like that. I'm not hip with the kids. I don't get. The kids think that's cool? That's what the kids think is cool? Well, I mean, look at my fashion when I was that age. So, not that I made better choices. But I love the story that they've been telling with Joey Janela that he's the bad boy. He parties. He does, you know, he does really good matches. But, you know, he's leaned up a little bit. He's, he's upped his cardio and his physical appearance, and he's becoming more serious, which is good. Because you don't want to end up like the guy who people don't take as a serious threat. And they're telling it is a very slow pace. And I love the fact that Joey Janela does his spring breaks and he's found a niche and he's got a fan base. And I hope he's making a lot of money. Like I said, just because I don't get him doesn't mean I don't like him. And if someone wants to explain it to me, is it irony? Is that what it is? I think so. But he pulls it off, man. you got to give him that. He comes out there and... He's like, I'm a star, baby. And to a fan base, he is, and that's the name of the game. But two guys kind of in a transition right now, and it's going to be interesting. I think Joey Janela probably getting more of a reaction than Sean Spears, but Sean Spears is a heel, so maybe he's not supposed to get a reaction. If they don't do anything with Sean Spears, if he becomes one of the first booking casualties of AEW, I really hope that they put Tully Blanchard on someone else because Tully is just killing it. People talk about Chris Jericho, and one of these days I need to do a show on the amazing comebacks that we've seen this year. PCO, Tully Blanchard, Tony Schiavone. This has been an amazing year for comebacks. All of these people are just killing it. Tully Blanchard is doing stuff that Tully Blanchard wouldn't have done in his prime, and it's genius. When I'm that age next week, I hope that I am as dynamic and as open-minded and am able to grow like Tully Blanchard. Just amazing. I mean, compare like what Tully does versus you know anybody in his generation. It's pretty remarkable, and I really hope that he gets to do, gets to do something going forward because he has been an unsung hero. There's no reason he should be this good. He should be just, wow, look at that old guy. Wow, does he look old. Is Sean Spears managed by the Crypt Keeper? But no. He is killing it. He comes out. He's dressed well. He looks the part of a manager. And I would love to see more with Tully Blanchard. Hopefully, maybe he'll get to cut some promos. But the fact that he stooged the other week for Michael Nakazawa and his baby oil. Tully Blanchard did a lot of stooging for Dusty Rhodes, but that was about it. Not too many other people. And I just... I think he's been awesome. But this has been a remarkable year for comebacks. And we need to talk about that sometime in the future. Too much stuff going on today. But, I mean, when you think about it, you got Dustin Rhodes, PCO, the Rock and Roll Express, even JR, and, well, heck, Bruce Pritchard, and maybe even Paulie Danger, uh, Paul Heyman with booking on Raw. This has been a remarkable year, kind of low-key for comebacks. 
And maybe it's just the fact that you're friends with Conrad Thompson. I, I don't what or just these people. They were just great. And maybe we didn't recognize it. Maybe it was just bad timing and it all all worked out. But this has really been the year for people to come back and the fans fans have accepted it. You know, there's a lot of talk about just be yourself and diversity and things like that. And ageism does exist. And I don't know if that'll ever be ever be solved just by the nature of demographics and you buy more things when you're young. So you're more desirable and those type of things. But there's a lot of people who should be totally uncool just by based on their age and they are just killing it. And that's awesome. And I hope that, like I said, next week when, when I hit 75, I hope that I am as cool as these guys. Granted, I needed to be that cool in the beginning, but there's always, always hope. If you have any thoughts on some of the comebacks, am I forgetting anyone? 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. I'm still waiting on the NWA Power episode with the Rock and Roll Express winning the titles. I'm definitely into power until then, and then I'm going to evaluate as far as what I feel about power. I wonder if the Rock and Roll Express are going to come out tonight. Baltimore? I don't think so, but but you never know. But yeah, it has been a low-key year for comebacks. And even, heck, Chris Jericho. Happy birthday to Le Champion. People always say, never give up. Every graduation speech, never give up. And Jericho's an example of that. But think about when he came out to face The Rock the first time in WWE, and so many fans love that moment. And he talks about it in his book, how Vince was like, didn't like that ponytail, thought it was cheap heat. And Jericho, not long after, was off television where they rebuilt him. And Jericho could have said, hey, not going to happen, and gone out on his own and probably still had a great career. Chris Jericho is just that smart. But he didn't. He stuck around. He gutted it out. He listened to the feedback. He made changes. And he's brilliant. He's a survivor. He's incredibly talented. But this is really the key moment of his career. Chris Jericho is a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. And if you love Chris Jericho and his performances, you have great taste. But he can't be in the talk of the greatest of all time or even among the greatest of all time until he draws more money. And for whatever reason, WWE never put him in that position for very long. So it's he's really kind of missing that piece of the puzzle. Great matches, historically significant, influential, tremendous performances, versatility. But right now, because he's out on his own with Tokyo Dome, you can say he drew there. He can also talk about AEW and what he's done for AEW. But this is probably the most important part of Jericho's career if you're talking about an all-time legacy. And if AEW is able to grow or even just make money, it doesn't even necessarily have to grow. If they can make a lot of money off of this fan base and do well with pay-per-views where Jericho's in the main event, then you can say Chris Jericho is among the greatest of all time. And that's really lofty. You have to understand Jim Londo's One of the biggest draws ever that you've never heard of. Steve Austin. Chris Jericho didn't draw or hasn't drawn Steve Austin money. He may may never will, but for him to be in that conversation, you have got to be way up there. 
I saw some people giving Dave a hard time on Twitter about how Harlem Heat not necessarily Observer Hall of Fame material. And it's kind of like Sting. They were awesome. And I think Booker T is a genius. But Harlem Heat for its career was never really in a main event position where it drew money at that level. And that's... Anyway, something to think about when people talk about the GOAT and the greatest of all time. It's got to have that money aspect. Jim Valley Wrestling Observer Live. Hey, Pedro Fernandez is coming up with Ring Talk, so be sure to stick around, and we'll talk about things more here. Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Jim Valley, Wrestling Observer Live. Tyson Fury on SmackDown last night, making nice with Braun Strowman. Coming up next, it's Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He talks boxing, he talks MMA, and he's even a pro wrestling fan. He loves MLW, and I don't know if you know this, Pedro, but uh, King Mo lost last night in Bellator. He wore an MLW t-shirt to the ring, and apparently he makes his MLW debut tonight, King Mo. King Mo's a loser. He's not even a king. I'm not even a paltry prince. Bottom line is, let's talk San Francisco wrestling today. Take that back. November 5th, November 5th, 1971, Rocky, the Soul Man Johnson, better known as the father of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, won the U.S. Heavyweight Championship for the first time, defending, defeating Paul DeMarco. He would lose a month later. Take that back. He would lose nine months later to... Um, Pat Patterson, the great Pat Patterson, the man, of course, that started us with the the uh, the the the, what, the battle eighteen man battle world. He brought it over to the world of wrestling entertainment, and things like that. So Pat Patterson still has a, a still still a force in wrestling. He's still a force in, in, in the WWE. Of course, now we got all elite wrestling and major league wrestling. So tell me, what are your takeaways from the first few weeks of all elite wrestling, Mister uh, Mister Cavalli? I think we'll find out tonight if they are able to get a good buy rate at fifty bucks a pop for the pay per view. Then they're they're doing great. If not, there'll be a lot of questions. Isn't that a little bit of a rape? Fifty bucks for a pay per view. You know, someone said that you're really going to think about it, and maybe that's going to give them extra incentive to really deliver, as opposed to where it's ten bucks a month on the network with WWE, and they can just kind of do whatever because they know you're going to be back next month. Jim Valley, all the best to you, brother. Thank you. All right, man, Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. It's coming up next. Stick around, as you can tell. He's a really, really cool guy. I'm Jim Valley. We will talk next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Next up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll hear from Canelo Alvarez, the pound-for-pound king of boxing. We'll bring in boxing's only PhD, Socrates Palmer. And, of course, we'll talk about the world of the UFC. Straight up, the UFC rock and rolling, but boxing. Boxing on the zone today. Devin Haney, is he a future superstar? Manny Pacquiao, what's going on there? And hey, is Sean Porter, he tells us what he's doing as well. Boxing in depth. A to Z, MMA, pro wrestling next on Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211.